Six Feet Under Retrospective. I'm your funeral director, Robin, and I'm joined by my Six Feet Undertakers. Moira? I'm Des. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) And we're here for another week of fun and funerals, and uh, (laughs) the show that puts the fun in funerals. Uh, And we have with us a uh, newbie, a person that uh, hasn't been on our podcast before. Uh, What do you say, Chase? I'm bringing the extra testosterone today. Yes! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, yeah, so enjoy. glad you could be on. Um, I believe you started listening to the show because you heard about us in the Jay and Jack group, right? Yeah, actually. Uh, I just randomly wanted to start watching Six Feet Under because of Michael C. Hall. Right. And uh, Colleen call, from the Jay and Jack feed said, well, there's actually an entire podcast on it. So, of course, I jumped right on it. Uh, I love Colleen. I do too. I That's do so too. cool. <laughs> Maybe one day she'll watch Six Feet Under. <laughs> uh, but uh, are you a uh, undertaker or are you a funeral director? Uh, I'm kind of a hybrid, actually. Uh, <laughs> when I started watching it, I couldn't stop, and I made it to about halfway through season four, and then said, "Okay, I gotta slow down and wait for everybody else." <laughs> so I, I've seen all of season three and most of season four, but I haven't seen the whole show. Um, can you, without getting any specific details, can you uh, uh, tell the Undertakers whether or not they're they're going to be happy with the rest of season three? Because they weren't very happy at the beginning. Well, when Kathy Bates came in for me is when I really started enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think Nobody Sleeps was probably my favorite episode, just Ruth's birthday party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was a good I, one. Yeah, I agree with great. you guys though. I hate Lisa so much. <laughs> we love you, Chase. No, and it's hilarious because I used to hate Brenda more than life itself. But then they bring in Lisa, and I'm like, bring back Brenda. I was the same way when I first saw I don't think you're the only one. You're not the only one who said that. You know, Uh, Uh, there are other people who are like, I hated Brenda, but wow, Lisa's the worst. (laughs) Well, uh, welcome to the show. Glad to have you here with us. Um, Yeah, thanks for having me. Especially since we're we're at the halfway mark of the entire series of the entire <gasps> podcast, we are halfway there. We're, we're halfway through Yay. season three, which which you might be excited about just alone. But now we're actually <laughs> halfway through the entire series. So, so uh, we're we're halfway through on the same day that um, Carnicast is all the way through. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I think they have a couple more in them, but they have. They, this is they're they're right now they're recording their last episode. So yeah, their they're last, done with the show. The last episode of the show, TV yeah. show. Yeah. 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 So uh, I mean, we're not the first there, but you know, at least we're consistent. <laughs> we just have more episodes to cover. Uh, Okay, so it's time for the Darwin Awards In which we honor the idiots in history That snuff themselves out before they reproduce We have a story from July 2009 In South Carolina (laughs) Oh my god (laughs) You might have heard of this Uh, Two disguised men entered a Sprint store Pulled out guns And stole wallets, purses, and credit cards From employees before ordering them into a bathroom Both men fled but they could not flee from their own stupidity. 23-year-old James Thomas had disguised himself by painting his face gold. Yes, in order to conceal his identity during the robbery, James had covered his skin with spray paint. 
<laughs> if this isn't a Darwin Award, what is? Uh, paints are clearly labeled, do not get on skin, do not get in eyes, do not inhale. Paint fumes are well known to be toxic, and the metallic colors are particularly noxious. James began having trouble breathing, surprise, and died wheezing shortly after the robbery took place. <laughs> That insult to injury, the disguise was ineffective. Witnesses were certain as to the identity of their assailant. Had he lived, James, like a surviving accomplice, would have been charged with armed robbery. Wow. (laughs) So, yeah, I found a paint story. That's the best I could do. These Darwin Awards, really, I thought there was tons of them, and uh, they're really starting to thin out. Uh oh! And you have you know another two and a half seasons to go, buddy. I might have to do something new for like season four and five. I don't know. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we have uh, we had a little problem last week. Garage band wasn't working very well, and uh, okay, it was it was totally my fault. I did not put the promos in for last week, so we're just going to repeat the promos that would have been in last week for this week because I feel terrible. So. Here is hopefully a little word from our friends at the Ramjack Podcast. Hi guys, I'm Alex, and with me is Brad. Yay! And we are Ramjack. Don't try to learn what love is. No, listen to Tina Turner to find out what love is. Screw that. Freaks on the China, never mattered before. Mr. Belvedere is all about incest. <laughs> Standing on the edge of tomorrow. Today, today. Oh no, babies! <laughs> The most awkward experience I've ever had with a dog wasn't awkward for me so much as it was for the dog. By the way, we're back in the tour universe. Yeah. Polar bears. Ah, Don't make it. me say it. Say it. No. You want me in charge of you. Sign this contract. in charge of me. <laughs> that contract will never hold up in court. Brave hearts. Fighting for the rights of all the dreamers. Yeah. You can find us online at curiosityabounds.com forward slash ramjack. Not so much a forward slash. There's backslashes and there's slashes. I get it confused. Forward slash is a thing. <laughs> it's a lie. <laughs> Perpetrated by the government. And you can also find us on iTunes. Yay, go there. Search Ramjack. Find it. Get it. Keep it. And we're back. And hopefully you heard something there. <laughs> which, which one of those guys is Ram and which one of them's Jack? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> awesome never if we had found that. out that Brad's like nickname was Ram. Ram. <laughs> That's funny. Ram Couples. Ram Couples. That's the best name ever. I'm gonna start calling him that. <laughs> On Twitter. Like, hey Ram, what's up? <laughs> uh that was actually a, a uh the the the, type, the name of a, a character from Heather's who was like a super football jock, but uh, <laughs> the the he got killed. A really unfortunate uh, thing where the the quotes I, I love my dead gay son comes yes. from. <laughs> anyway, yeah. watch Heather's, and we're here in open casket viewing. And Moira, please please take it away. Season 3, Episode 7, Timing and Space. The death of Brenda's father leads Nate to take an honest look at his relationship with Lisa. Keith, trying to be supportive, can only stomach so much at a brunch with members of the gay men's chorus. Ruth secretly accompanies Arthur on a jog. (laughs) (laughs) Rico starts to consider professional help for his wife, Vanessa, and Russell offers Claire a cobalt blue token of his affection. Written by Craig Wright and directed by Nicole, hmm, looks like it's Holofcener. Holofcener? I don't know. Something like that. Something like that. 
she's actually directed a few indie movies. Like uh, there's a movie called Lovely and Amazing, and uh, the, her most famous one was a Jennifer Aniston one called Friends with Money. Um, so hmm. she's not a bad director. Um, what I did want to point out was that Craig Wright, the writer of uh, <laughs> this this episode, yeah. <laughs> is actually the creator of Dirty Sexy Money. So, uh, oh yeah, Brian That's... Darling for the win. <laughs> We're back with the Dirty Sexy intro cast here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so um, this is yes, way off topic, but um, oh, yeah, I was yeah. talking to Claire the, Claire the other day, and she was telling me she was watching a movie with Brian Darling in it, and it was that movie. Oh, I can't remember what it's called now, but it was like the reality show where people have to kill each other uh several years ago um and he was like one of the main characters somebody else was in it too damn it now i forgot who it was but it was like uh it was more interesting in my head it was really boring (laughs) uh, to talk about so have you seen that movie it was like i don't know what you're talking about the the main character was the pregnant chick and they have to they like go on this they are chosen in the lottery for this game show and you like have to participate mm. it's almost like the hunger games yeah but um so they have to like they have like so many people that are chosen for this thing and then they like have to kill each other off and the last one standing wins um you know like gets to live or whatever right. but yeah brian darling was in it all right um, and somebody else from this show, I think. Brian, darling, you're darling. Great. <laughs> uh, anyway, before we start, I just definitely wanted to say, Chase, if you ever want to interrupt uh, me and especially like those two, right now, go right ahead. <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> I will ramble Probably. on and on and on about the show, and if nobody's actually commenting on it, I'll just keep rambling. So. <laughs> I love it, and especially those two. <laughs> I mean, if we get started on Brian Darling's career again, I'm really... <laughs> We're not. I'm leaving. We, it's uh, been vetoed. <laughs> anyway, so uh, the episode opens on Brenda with her eyes closed, and we're like, no! She's dead! I, I did not think that for a second. <laughs> Me either. And then all of a sudden she stirs, and we're like, yes, okay. Uh, and then we're, we're, we see that we're at the hospital, and Margaret and Brenda are watching over Bernard, and Billy is there leaning against the end of the bed. Billy! <laughs> I was I so happy it. to see Billy. <laughs> Let me just say, every time I watch Suburgatory now, when Jeremy's sister comes on the screen, I go, Billy Chenoweth! <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I love him. Yep. Uh, uh, we have the title card, and yeah, Bernard is dead. He died of uh, gastric cancer or something. Right. Yeah, and so only sixty four. Yeah, is yeah. that why um, Brenda came back? Because well, her dad was I ill. I don't think so. I got because she said it, it only lasted three months, and I get the impression this is a little bit later mm-hmm. than the last time we've seen her. Although that baby doesn't seem to be aging, which is a whole other issue. Yeah. <laughs> yes, actually, I was going to mention um, for this episode, um, the baby is played by a completely different baby mm-hmm. <laughs> than usual. And that kid doesn't even look eight months old to me, but anyway. <laughs> uh, the next scene, Lisa's leaving to see to go to a cooking show with Dana. Um, and Nate practically has to push her out the door. Yes. <laughs> she she is so ridiculous. She's like, are you sure you're going to be okay alone? I mean, 
is he a moron? You know, I mean, he is raising the baby with her. It's not like he's a, you know, every other weekend dad that doesn't know the schedule and routine. But, and everything. Okay. But that's totally within her character. Cause she's such a control freak that she just yep. has trouble letting go. Right. She's a douchebag. <laughs> and this episode instantly got like plus nine just for Lisa leaving. Right there. <laughs> I was so excited that this was the one I was going to get to come on just because of that. She's out of the picture. (laughs) Douche. In the next scene, we have Arthur playing some MIDI music. Uh, It's his remix of uh, Debussy, Degrassi, something like that. Um, (laughs) And Ruth is very impressed. It really It just sounded like... It sounded just like, you know, when you first get an old PC and Windows Media Player has like that intro music. It sounded like it was just playing that over and over. And he says it's not even like it's not even, you know, Debussy wrote it and he just basically added a drum beat to it. Uh, he did next to nothing exactly and she's all googly eyed and girly over it she she is way too into him and it's so damn obvious I don't know how he doesn't see it or maybe he likes it but either way it's gross as hell (laughs) so uh, he says he's going to be taking a jog uh, because Ruth has been overfeeding him Um, and she asks him where is he going to run and he doesn't find that suspicious at all as his pamp is in the park he unsends Ruth out fires the abusey back up and strips and checks out his flab in the mirror in the wedding tidies I actually wondered if he did find it a bit funny because there's this awkward pause before he sort of tells her where he's going so I I don't know if he's starting to get a bit of a creepy feeling about Ruth I don't know So, uh, Nate. Oh, oh, and one of the lines, sorry, she says there's a line where Ruth goes, Oh, your music is very rhythmic. And I wanted to just vomit. It was like, Oh, oh, rhythmic like sex, Ruth? Yeah, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so, Nate discovers that Brenda's dad died in the newspaper. Um, he calls Lisa for permission to go see to oh go to the God. funeral. Well, and now was, we've established he learned that from yeah. the previous Brenda escapade. Uh-huh. So yeah, which that's that's good that he learned that, but you know it's still ridiculous. But I was wondering why they didn't use, um, you know, the Fishers for the funeral. But I guess it was a little ways away. Or awkward. Oh, awkward! I think it'd be very. Yeah. I don't. I I don't know about that. You know, I mean, he was kind of like. That's business, I, I you know, a, giving them business. I, I well, part of it, too, is they're so, they're so new age. <laughs> so, what? Say that again. Oh, I said, how would Lisa have taken that? Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. business. But I was thinking, also, they're all new agey, right? And they want it out in the nature and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I have a feeling also Bernard probably had it set up just somewhere else. He had an agreement with the rabbi there, even though the rabbi didn't like Bernard very much. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so yeah, it's very, uh, it's very. De- uh, is it emasculating or demasculating? I never get it right. Emasculating, emasculating for emasculating. Uh, Nate to be asking permission here. I uh, this is not what I was advocating in the last episode when we talked about this. This is this is really kind of uh, humiliating. I think. So do you mind yeah. if I go? I would. I think. I think Nate should be like, I'm going, and. <laughs> You know, uh, you know, if you're a rational person, then you might not be flipping out about this. Uh. Right. I mean, he should 
tell her, sure, uh, ahead of time, yeah. but not ask permission. So he says he plans on leaving Maya with Ruth, but Ruth is not around, and Claire says she's acting a little weird. And right away, when she said something about she something about a hat, I thought, oh my god, she's going to go and spy on Arthur. That's the first thing I thought. I didn't. I don't know I don't why. Really? Oh, I should I, have. I got a hinky feeling. I, I was, yeah. I was Ruth too has busy, it. She, uh, I was going to say, Des, Ruth has it bad. Oh my god, so bad and so bad. Ooh, bad. Oh. Yes, horrible. Claire gets pretty pissed um, off when uh, Nate asks her to put her day aside to watch Maya. Can I say the line? I loved her line. Please. This isn't the Matrix. The rest of us that don't have babies are real. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Rico suggests Vanessa, but uh, only uh, if you're carrying cash. Uh, yep. I would never let her watch my children. <laughs> oh, look at that. What did you guys think about the cash bet? Uh, uh, that was a little odd. <laughs> Awkward, I well, when, when he just it's said, so but you'll have to pay her. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, it's so Rico. He expects yes. something as usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it is. It's within his yeah, that... character. But I, God, if that had been me and a friend just needed me to watch the kid for a couple hours, good God, I wouldn't be asking for money. Yeah, no, there, I, there's a scene later on where I just wanted to smack him, but you know that's every episode. Yeah. And make sure you tell us that later because we enjoy hearing. Another that. Rico yeah. fan, yay! <laughs> oh, I used to love him back in season one. Yeah, he was uh, awesome. Then the what was it, uh, Familia episode with uh-huh. the, yeah. the gangs? I was like Rico's the man, but right. after that, yeah. you know, you know it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been too much to you know uh watch maya then ask for your own favor later you know kind of a uh, i did that for you will you do this for me please but uh asking for money that's yeah yeah uh david and keith are getting ready to go to brunch with david's friends and david wants (laughs) to change his shirt so he can show keith off (laughs) <laughs> and what does David say? <laughs> he goes, I have, I have, I want everyone to be jealous of my big, beautiful boyfriend. I only have two things going for me in life, and you're one of them. And he goes, two things? Okay, just one day. <laughs> and in that scene, it's so cute. In that scene, I think David strikes me as the most gay-sounding I've seen in yes! <laughs> Like when he says, I yes, really want a mimosa, right? I really want a mimosa. Yes. I'm like, you're so gay right now. This is great. <laughs> I noted that I was like, David is sounding gayer and gayer all the time. It must be these new yeah, chorus that, boys he's hanging out oh, with. Exactly. David is probably so much happier now, though. Yeah. Yes. That's true. And, and Keith, ugh, don't get me started on Keith. It, it's not <laughs> his season one persona. And then they go into season two, and it's like he completely changes, and there's no explanation. Yeah. He, he's only starting to turn back into his old self. Yeah. Right. At least it appeared so. Yes. Now, now in season one, Keith was all for going out with the other gay firefighters and policemen. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. ball. <laughs> but now he doesn't want to have anything to do with these people. Is it because they're David's friends? That's what I, I think. It's probably that. Yeah. That they're not his but, buddies. But you know, get to know them. You might like them. Yeah, because you don't have any other gay friends, Keith. Yeah. I don't think Keith has any friends right now. No, it's kind of sad. So at Stalker Park, uh, Arthur is <laughs> drenched in sweat. And, and it looks like he peed so his pants. 
<laughs> he oh. looks like me when I run, all like lump, lumbering along, <laughs> drenched in sweat. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> At first, I thought they were like gray jeans. And then I realized, no, no, they're supposed to be sweatpants. But the fake sweat on them was just, oh my god, I'm so over yeah, the top. But and just yeah. for the hanky fans from last week, he nearly vomits into his hanky. Oh, so gross! And this would be why we agree with Claire that hankies are disgusting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and as he runs off, this, this show turns into, I don't know, Benny Hill, maybe? <laughs> oh, my God. And I, I, I lost it right here. <laughs> Ruth behind the tree. Oh. <laughs> that glasses and hat. If you if you I look was, at my notes right now, it, it's all these little letters, and then Ruth is creepy and all caps. <laughs> Mine says Ruth is a crazy stalker exclamation point. But I love it. Mine just, says, mine just says called it with a bit of exclamation point because I knew she was gonna go after him. Right. It's ew. I have to say this is this is really funny and cute, but I'm I'm a little I'm a little disappointed in the direction of her character yeah. <laughs> at this point in the series. I'm like, what the heck? Really? Yeah. But uh, it's it's still it's fun. It's, it's like really creeping me out. Yeah, it's better than the plan. That's yes. true. <laughs> so Vanessa welcomes Nate and Maya in, and then tar- starts talking about how freaking crazy it is to raise two cr- kids. And then she reflects on simpler Barney times. She's so frazzled in this scene. The acting is quite good. She yeah. really portrays it well, but ooh. Yeah. She uh she needs a break. And I was thinking, you know, if I was Nate, I would say, Hey, let me take the boys for a couple hours. Screw this funeral. You need a break. Go do something alone. <laughs> yeah. Cause clearly she did. Big time. Yeah, yeah she Nate, did. Nate wouldn't think that. Come on. No, he's too selfish. <laughs> No, no, no. Also, he's not a mother, so <laughs> he can barely handle one kid, let alone three. <laughs> Seriously. So, uh, Russell and Claire are wandering the art shop and talking about how much Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory scarred <laughs> them. And isn't oh the little the, sorry? Isn't the pinky hand holding so cute? Oh, I didn't notice you that. Didn't it is cute. Yeah, I didn't oh, so go cute. back and look. Like they're holding hands, but just their little pinkies. <laughs> yes. But I have to say that uh, Willy Wonka scarred me as a child. I hate that movie. I hate it so much. And you should totally play the Oompa Loompa song at the end. Well, now we know he won't. Good. <laughs> I think that was reverse psychology on Des's part. <laughs> Don't tell him that. He might still now play he it. <laughs> he, he better. He better. Anyway, this is the best part of the trip. Uh, That's the boat song. Anyway, uh, so she... Claire drools over a $50... There's people at home laughing right now. There's over a $50 tube of cobalt (laughs) blue We'll take your word for that. Thank you. Uh, $50. Yeah. Yeah. No, art supplies cost a fortune. ridiculous. Fuck art. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Here we go again. <laughs> Russell insists that she get it, but the tension shows when they kind of bicker back and forth when she's like refusing, basically. That that was just a little weird. Mm. Yeah, it was. He shouldn't have been insisting. I was expecting him to steal it and pull a patina. Yes, yes, I was too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he did. That's yeah, exactly. I. You know, mm. I was wondering that later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Me too. 
Uh, Nate is back at the funeral home trying to explain why he couldn't leave Maya with uh, Rico's wife when Arthur comes in and offers very creepily to watch the baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love him. Oh, yeah, so- he loves... Oh, that's so weird. You know, I have a theory that <laughs> Ruth, in her plan, she built a new house or new, no, a new room in her house, and it's a nursery, and it has Arthur in it. <laughs> and Maya, that's my theory. Ew. And what was it? And Arthur used to have cousins. They were Mormons. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Why are we not surprised? <laughs> and th- this is that scene I was talking about earlier with Rico. I wrote down Rico is a defensive ass. Hmm. He is. He is. But, you know, Nate did not show a lot of tact. Uh, no. He should have just said that she just looked a little, you know, frazzled with the kids and didn't want to burden her more instead of, you know, see, act, you know, accusing her mental status of not being well. That was not the way to do it. Right, so he yeah, wasn't but- going to leave her there at all and stuff like that, yeah. Right, he made it sound like she wasn't fit to watch the kid, which she may well not be, but you don't say that to her husband. Right. Well, I mean, if she ends up smothering the children and he didn't say anything. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. In his, <laughs> in his defense, it wasn't the most tactful way to do it, but at least he made the effort to try to convey to Rico that he had a concern. Yeah, so I exactly. give him credit for that. But then Rico had to get completely defensive, and, and Nate was like, well, thank you. And, and Rico responds with, no, thank you, Nate. Oh, sarcastically. And I want Very to sarcastic, yeah. Ugh, Rico. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I don't know. I, I I suppose if I was Rico, I'd probably be really defensive and then secretly well, yeah. <laughs> see what's going on because, yeah, that's my family, you know, they're talking about my family. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, you don't, I mean, you say something like that, of course people are going to get defensive. You don't criticize their family members. And, and yeah, and again, I can't believe I'm saying something in Rico's defense, but to his credit, at least later on, you, we see when we talk about it later that he does take it seriously. So, yeah. Um, let's see, I have a quote from Arthur here saying, They smell so sweet. Uh, <laughs> God. And then, uh, yeah, Nate apologizes for his spidey senses, but Rico is still very hurt. Um, at the beachside wake, the rabbi eulogizes Bernard, uh, when Margaret cracks right up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was the, I thought that was his brother, the dad, the dad's brother. It looks just like the actor. That's true. Well, yeah. And then at, when they're talking, um, they call him uncle somebody and say mm-hmm. that he didn't have to come and blah, blah, right. blah. And I thought it was because it was his brother. Oh, yeah. that could be it. I, I think so. That. Yeah. You think so? I think so. Cool. Perhaps. Hmm. Yes. Um, I, I got to say, uh, I should have mentioned it in the first scene, but I am, I, I'm happy to see Billy back. I'm definitely yes. happy to see Margaret yes. back. Margaret is awesome. Yeah. Um, she but, wasn't really crazy in this episode, though. I love, I, I think I love this new Margaret, this post-Bernard Margaret. This, the, um, I think she's just... Uh, She's just really, I don't know, I, I like the way she's, like, thinking of things. And I, we'll talk about it more, I guess. But, um, she's still uh, very inappropriate. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's like she's got a little bit more of a maturity to her. Well, because she's not totally focused on having sex with Bernard all the time. Yeah. <laughs> more time for other things. <laughs> um, yeah, so Billy steps up to take his turn at the podium. He has uh, pictures. He has one where he... Uh, Dug a hole, or started digging a hole to China in his backyard, and his father supported him, um, and didn't say he couldn't. Um, and there has a family picture at a conference where Bernard got an award, and he thought he was very, he was very proud of his dad at that point. 
And uh, and the last one, is, he just says, is just a really good picture. And I write down, what was the last picture? <laughs> yeah. I really I wanted know. to know. Will we ever know, Robin? Will we, huh? Will we? I'm pretending I'm Kim. Will we? Will we? Will we ever see the picture? I, I can't remember, but I can't. I can't. You just thinking about it, I'm like, I don't think it was that big of a deal. Oh, because when Brenda sort of tries to quietly coach him on, I yeah. thought maybe it was yeah. a more important picture. I think Brenda was just kind Me of coaching too. him to get through the get through yeah. the, his eulogy. I really loved probably, Billy in that scene. I really yes, did. I was about um, to say that too. Yeah. Maybe it was a, one of those pictures of Billy that was naked that Claire took. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, of course, everyone wants to see that. Because then it would yeah. be, and I really love this picture of me and my butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of maturity, uh, if, there was a one, if there was any reason for Billy to go off the deep end, it would be his father dying. But uh, he seems to be holding it together still. The therapy is still working, and perhaps he's very medicated. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, he's just, he just seems, he seems together now. Boring. Bit yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I mean, I'm happy for him, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he's less entertaining this way. <laughs> well, something tells me that might change later on. Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling that keeping so. Billy around, I agree with you, Chase. I think there's a reason. <laughs> so, Terry. <laughs> I think his name should be pronounced like this. That. Th- this entire party was the greatest thing about this episode, in my opinion. I want to. I want to go to that party. It was, it was so fun. I, I yeah. wrote, I wrote, gay party. <laughs> <laughs> he is very happy to see David and Keith, and Keith, you can see immediately, is completely turned off by all these people. And he says something about how his dog Trixie poops when you look at him, <laughs> and then sets them up to play uh, a game called Leading Ladies. Okay, which I thought was I, fun, and I think Trixie the dog is the classic gay guy's dog. I mean, yeah. it's just classic. I love it. And, and she, she doesn't puppy. just she doesn't just do you know little poopy poops. She goes da 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 whatever it was. That dog trembled on cue. It was a little. <laughs> I like that game too. We play that game like Skylar's birthday is like two days before Halloween. So she usually does a Halloween party for her birthday and we'll do it but with like um horror movie characters or, you know, monsters or whatever. Harry Potter characters. And they always play that game. Huh? <laughs> Harry Potter characters. Yes. No. That would be great. <laughs> that would be fun too, but not that many people know all that many. So. Uh, we're back at the uh, the wake, and Margaret is cursing out the rabbi. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Nate shows up with Maya. He hugs Margaret and says he can't go to dinner when Billy invites him to to like a family dinner get together. And then we go back to uh, Fisher and Diaz, where Arthur sees Ruth, stops vacuuming, and completely curses her out like a madman. And I said, "Yay!" <laughs> and then, we and then I realized it wasn't real. Yeah. <laughs> but, she, but you know, but you know what? Clearly, she feels she was doing something wrong. Yes, that that so, would be. She knows she's yeah. crossing the line, right? So stop it, Ruth! Damn yeah, it! Come back to us, Ruth. Yeah. Get away from yeah. the child boy person. Yes, back <sighs> to Terry's and. Uh, <laughs> He's uh, David's talking with Terry and Patrick about <laughs> how good Keith is probably doing at this game because he's such a big movie fan. He loves classic movies. We go to Keith 
who has no idea who Gretchen Maul is, and really, who does? Not a, not a classic movie actress. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> she was the it girl for a while. She don't be the it girl no more. <laughs> I don't even know what she looks like. I mean, I've seen her before, She's but I couldn't blonde. tell you. And I had, oh. yeah, I had no idea who uh, Jane Triplehorn was. Oh, I, yeah, I was going to say that later. I didn't either. I had no clue. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't I've know heard anybody the name. in the game except Madonna. <laughs> Madonna. Yeah, that one's an easy one. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, the girl that Keith is playing the game with completely doubts his homosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And, uh, damn it, Linda looked at Trixie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the next scene, Brent, uh, Nate waits on a rock for Brenda. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he's staring at the sea, and uh, yeah, she comes back. She says she doesn't want to really talk about her dad. They talk a little bit about Maya, and Brenda just takes a moment saying that she can't believe that Nate actually showed up. Aww. And uh, there's hope. <laughs> Then we go to Rico, who's on the phone calling Vanessa, and uh, she brushes... Wait, 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 back up, back up, back up. Oh. Isn't that also the scene where um, Brenda says to him, I missed you, and then he admits he misses her, too? No, that's I, later. That's later. But no, I screwed it, up. I'm sorry. Spoilers. I just thought this was a little interesting in the Rico scene where he's calling Vanessa. The guy he's working on embalming was one-armed. Oh, really? Mm. I, I didn't <laughs> notice I couldn't... that. I couldn't stop staring at his fucking stump because <laughs> everybody knows I'm like uh, afraid of amputations. Yes. I'm like I have a big phobia and it just would not go away and it just kept staring at me. <laughs> it was horrible. I couldn't even focus on the scene because of that. I, uh, I, I must have missed it when I was taking notes. <laughs> what? Ugh. So uh, Vanessa brushes re- off uh, Nate's heebie-jeebies. Uh, it's just being a, a really overcautious new parent. Um, she asks him to come home soon because the kids are bouncing off the walls and we see that they're really not at all. And uh, Rico has a very suspicious look on his face. Or it's just how he usually looks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. To be semi-serious for a minute yes. about Vanessa, when I saw her lying to Rico about the status of the children... All my little, you know, red flags went up. I thought, oh, this woman needs help. Yeah. Come She's, on. Uh, and, and it definitely, uh, it, it, it's kind of weird. It's like, like at one point, it, it, on one hand, when, during that the scene with Nate, you see that, you know, she's, you know, she just looks like kind of a struggling mom. But you can just see, like, just beyond of what she's saying and how she's acting, just like, you can see, like, the glimmer of... Of really not having it together in her eyes. Yeah, and, there's a glimmer of crazy. There's yeah. a gl- glimmer of she's ready to check out of there going on, yeah. isn't there? Well, awesome. I, you know, honestly, I really didn't care. And if she wants to go crazy yes. and it gets them off the show, just let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was just intrigued by this. Say, <laughs> just gonna say that um, that um, I, the, the my rating went down five points because um, she was in it. <laughs> In the show, her and those dumb kids, and I <laughs> do not care less if she takes and drowns the kids, and then characters. I always want to say, if she wants to go drive her car off a cliff, that's fine, but don't take the kids with her. Yeah, <laughs> just damn kids, or don't take the kids, and then Rico will have to quit his job to take care of those kids. Exactly, that was my theory. Yeah, but yeah, Chase fist bump for the the. Uh, <laughs> You hate all the good, all the people I hate. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, Nate and Brenda are still talking, and Brenda wants to see Nate's scar. And we see why Nate has been a bit shaggy-haired lately, because that scar is massive. I miss Nate's old hair, honestly. I don't like this new Daddy Nate comb thing. Agreed. Thank you. I hate the new hair. I, like I miss the scruff. <laughs> Do you know that's like- that's a very it's a kind of a very intimate thing when Brenda's fingering his hair like that. Well, you know that is an intimate thing. It is an intimate thing. So I thought, hmm, hmm that gives me hope. I, I saw um, I, I saw Parenthood for the first time the other day, and I saw Peter Krause like what he looks like now. Oh my god, he looks ancient. <laughs> he has changed he, so he much. Looks like his that's face safe. just fell. Just, <laughs> I don't know what happened. I'm going to have to IMDb him and see what he looks like these days. Don't IMDb mm. him. I might be very sad, hey? Just, uh, no, don't IMDb him. You're going to get spoiled. I'm telling you, don't ever just Google I'm... or IMDb anything that has to do with Six Feet Under. Well, I won't look well, up anything with I'll Six Feet Under in it. I'll send you a picture of him. That's how scared I am. Okay, send me, a re- yeah. send me a recent photo me then. Dez just got Put spoiled it in the Skype and I did not like it. <laughs> yeah, I did get spoiled and on I can't say. I can't say what. what you wait, wait, back up. You got spoiled on something, Dez? Yeah, from Entertainment Weekly about a character. I was reading about an actor, and it was like, you know, oh. it told me a little bit about the character and everything. It was kind was of it like a really was, big deal, or just um, a little... I told her it, it wasn't. It is. Yeah, it was. Uh, unfortunately, oh, no, I'm say nothing more. I really need to say pristinely. Okay. And I apologize, Thank listeners, because we can't really say it in front of Moira. <laughs> no, it's no, a tease. not knowing not knowing what's going to happen to me. It seems like a huge spoiler. But Robin says it's really not that big, so I'm. Hoping it won't be as bad. Okay, I'll so then, Robin, you send me a picture of the old, decrepit Peter Krause. <laughs> sure. Just me to too. satisfy my curiosity. Sure. Okay, um, he looks just like Steve Martin these days without the white hair. That's oh, why God. he's so good at being in parenthood. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> so Brenda breaks down in tears over the scar. And uh, she says that they're actually on the beach where they were supposed to be married. Oh, God. Oh, um, so we find out that Keith is Gene Triplehorn and uh, Terry. Oh, and, and if you look, oh, <laughs> when it came onto that scene, uh, Keith is like trying to look into the mirror. <laughs> they say his name. <laughs> uh, the, but, but sorry, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, Terry and his friends are <laughs> trying to help out as best as they can, naming out different movies that she's been in and, uh, I, if there's anything that, that makes Gene Triple Horn stick out of my mind, it's definitely uh, Basic Instinct, where she plays uh, the other woman in Michael Douglas's life besides uh, Oh, the mousy girl. Yeah, yeah. Hmm, okay. Wasn't she like a doctor or something yes, like that? Yes, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the, I guess her biggest role, I suppose, uh, uh, compared to that, is uh, is Waterworld, which is what Terry and his uh, friends keep uh, <laughs> screaming at him. And then we see that they're all um, schoolgirls. <laughs> <laughs> so bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Did he get like harassed by schoolgirls in high school or something? Uh, it seems to is be a traumatic why? thing for him. I don't know what <laughs> yeah. that was about. <laughs> I just I don't think Keith likes flamboyant people yeah. at all. Yeah. And yeah, because he's he's not a, he's not a flaming gay, is yeah. he? Absolutely not. He's very masculine. I kind of think maybe he's more bisexual, actually. Keith, yeah, I think too. Oh, yeah, that yeah, because he's into yeah, but loving loving having sex with women. I'm like, well, oh, Keith, God. maybe you're bi. <laughs> I don't know. Poor poor David. 
he just he just wanted everybody to be jealous of his big beautiful boyfriend. Yeah, now nah, at the end of the scene, he just looks disappointed. Yeah. Um, Brenda talks about the waves as the sun sets behind her. Um, she confesses that she missed Nate. Uh, he admits it as well. Yes. Yeah, and then which is pretty big, I think. And then That's he admits that she uh, she kind of woke him up and helped him out a lot, and uh, especially in the flossing department. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember that from season one. <laughs> she says that uh, she hasn't been with anyone since Nate. You guys believe it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. They should have just just got married, called the rabbi back up right there. Yeah. yeah, except he's already married. There's well, yeah, there's the bigamy thing. That yeah. might be a bit of a glitch, you know. But hey, there's been Mormons mentioned. So. <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> um, so Brenda says that it's all about timing, and Nate agrees, and then Brenda jumps to her yeah. death. <laughs> oh, sorry, it was a different episode. She's still alive. Yes, timing from the title of the episode, Timing in Space. We'll get space later. Yeah. Um, at the back of the green hearse, Russell gives Claire the paint she was uh, lusting over. Um, he says that she he wants to give Claire what she wants. Money money fucks up art, and he'd rather be poor and see her happy. And Aww. that triggers a big emotional moment with Claire, and uh, she says that she should really be careful about getting used to it. And he says that she should. And I'm thinking to myself, knowing this damn show, they aren't going to leave Claire in a happy place for very long. <laughs> yeah. I don't I like them at do. all. You don't I like them? I, I, I love them. I, I, I mm, never. Just, I, 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 I take I, back my fist bump, Chase. I, I'm sorry, but <laughs> Russell just weirds me out. I, I don't know what it is about him. Just... Well, there, you know what? You get the sense he's got a really dark, depressive side that's happened in the past, and we've just not seen it come out yet. That's what I think. So I think he's to me he just seems like he's got low self esteem. <laughs> you know. Uh but I, I don't know. I think there's something together. I think there's something more. I but know. I do I do like them together because they are actually friends, which is a I, first yeah. for her. Yes. But yes. still Claire just jumps onto any guy that shows interest in her. It... But you know, okay, you're and you're right, for such an incredibly attractive and smart because she isn't stupid, smart woman with true artistic talent. It's um, unfortunate that her esteem is so crappy, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. She is beautiful. <laughs> she really is. Mm-hmm. And if you've seen her now, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Is she more so, or? Oh yes. <gasps> she was another picture, the please, Robin. <laughs> yeah, the Robin. You posted that thing on the the group the other day of her singing. I mean. Oh, guys, I didn't watch, watch it. Please, no. please watch. I'll have it. to go back. I'll go back. Um, she was in Torchwood last season, the the American season, the crappy American season. Mm-hmm. But she looked gorgeous. Uh-huh. I want to watch that show so bad. Oh, I Don't tried to. And I, oh, season three. <laughs> yeah, I got oh. to the end of season three um, just recently, and I'm I'm looking forward to watching season four, if not for uh, seeing Claire again. Uh, <laughs> you know, grown up Claire. Um. So anyway, uh, so isn't she play like a stripper on that show or something, or a performer of some sort? <laughs> no, she's a uh, PR person, and <laughs> oh, I love the wow. way she like really she dresses. <laughs> she dresses really girly, and she's got the bright red lipstick, and you know, I totally misread that promo. Apparently, 
For Torchwood? Yeah. No, she said <laughs> she's a public <laughs> relations. Yeah. All right. So um, anyway, the, the, to finish it off, they they both talk about how they they don't talk to Olivier about their relationship because they want it to just be there. Top out. Also, it's not really his business. <laughs> it's true, but he's yeah. such a big <laughs> part of her. <laughs> this major paper crackling. What is going on? He's building a house. Someone is it's building a me. whole. Chase. Uh, I was adjusting. My leg was asleep. <laughs> uh, okay. So, in the, the best scene of this episode, uh, Arthur <laughs> plays the organ. It's uh, uh, dances around singing my favorite thing. Uh, it was terrible. It was oh just so God. gross the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like it was an episode of the Twilight Zone. <laughs> Nate looks on. Da, 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 da. We, re- we really need Nate Sr. in this episode just to pop up and just observe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ruth, what's happened to you? I love that. I think where they're talking about, like, there's she's singing about, like, puppies or something like that, and Arthur looks at a little bark. <laughs> He's, like, right into it. It was just painful to watch the whole thing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, at the end of the scene, Nate, is, Nate tells Arthur that he needs to start checking in with Rico before he goes out running. So you can see that Nate's a little worried about Rico. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time, I also wondered if like he, he saw the whatever it was between... Uh, Dwight, I mean, not Dwight, Arthur. <laughs> between uh, Arthur and Ruth and just kind of wanted to put, you know, almost, you know, it's her son, the big brother in a way, like, you know, I'm still your boss, you know. Yeah. You follow me at all? Oh, I I, I, yeah. I agree. I'm not, I'm not sure if he completely caught on to the romantic part of it, but... But it's still... Yeah. No, because he seemed to be watching it as if he thought it was kind of quaint and cute yeah. that his mom was all happy. I don't think he was it, picking up anything else. It was not quaint. It was not cute. And <laughs> no, you it could was just not. See it may. Ha- I think it's ruined me for watching uh, The Sound of Music now. <laughs> Ever again. <laughs> I've never seen that. <gasps> really? Wow. Oh, Daz, that's a classic. Yes, sure, I have a shameless that's really long. But now if she watches it, She's just gonna see Ruth then, <laughs> instead of Julie Andrews. Oh my! Yes. Um, oh my goodness! <laughs> scary thought. I lied about that being the best scene. This is the next one. This this next one is the best scene because David pees forever. Oh my god! Does every couple in six feet under have to like have long conversations in the bathroom while one of them is I using like it? it. I know. <laughs> well, at least David because wasn't pooping. I mean, uh, TV shows never acknowledge that people actually urinate or, you know, defecate. But, he, okay, but he's, like, he's like a camel. It goes on forever. <laughs> as, soon as, Keith, <laughs> as soon as Keith opens the mirror cabinet, there's like this giant box of condoms just right in front of his face. Yes. <laughs> I missed that. Oh, because he's a terrorist. It was so <laughs> I thought it was great. Uh, I thought next they were going to have a handy in the bathroom or something. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe before Keith left, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, this is what I wrote. David pees. Keith checks in and says he's leaving. David is still peeing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't 
think it's humanly, <laughs> physiologically possible to pee that much, okay? Uh, well, yeah, no, I've had some pretty long pees. <laughs> yeah, I have too. And Man. you know, with alcohol involved, definitely. Oh my god, he must have been in pain before the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that had to be like three liters of urine. Come on. <laughs> That's pathological. I'm going to start timing myself to pee more. Oh lord. <laughs> well, Watch the FisherCast group page for my <laughs> weekly charts. We'll no, have really. a podcast. He's the longest. Oh, God. Uh, and just when uh, uh, Chase was all settled back, <laughs> Lisa returns. And, uh, and, I, and I wrote, boo. <laughs> she's talking boo, about her yes. day out with Dana and how Dana had to hit a guy because <laughs> he was hitting on her or something. Uh, anyway, Nate, <laughs> Nate tells Lisa he had to bring Maya, and she freaks out. We find oh, out that she, Brenda touched Maya. <laughs> did she I touch her? Did she, did she hold my baby? Oh, for God's sake. Okay, and, 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 yeah, I was about to say, ladies, just because I wouldn't know. I guess men don't think that way, but would that really be a big deal? <laughs> no, she's crazy. She's nuts. That's a Lisa thing. Yeah, Good yeah. God. Are you, are you kidding? In fact, it's almost the opposite. If Nate has his child with her and is so proud of mine and says, oh, isn't she beautiful? Isn't she amazing? And Lisa's like, oh, she's gorgeous. Can I hold her? I mean, that's a compliment, you know, to the child. It's got, oh, it's got nothing that's to do with it. That's basically, yeah, it's in your face. Look, I have somebody else and we made a baby. Yeah. You know, kind that's of. not something that Lisa should be jealous about. She is a freak. No. She no. is crazy. In the she's head. just paranoid. Yeah. Oh, I think yes. I, I, she's put Nate on this pedestal that he, he's just not. And like you guys said last episode, she's fantasized him into this fairy tale character. And mm-hmm. she's so paranoid of losing that that she's just crazy. And it's driving me insane. <laughs> I think obviously her, 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 her behavior is a little bit uh, crazy and the way she's acting. But I, the only defense I could have for Lisa is that. Her deepest, darkest fear would be that she'd lose her baby and Nate uh, to 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 like uh, Nate's to Brenda. To, to Brenda. Well, that that's yeah, my but, biggest. Well, that's it, but okay. She's, she's, she's gonna push him into Brenda's arms if she doesn't chill. <laughs> but Maya will not be there because obviously Brenda's not. I mean, Nate's not going to get custody of Maya over Lisa. Come on. No. Oh, well, Lisa, America. Yeah, get a grip. Anyway, <laughs> Lisa accuses him of not thinking of her and uh, says he's different when she, he comes back from seeing her the two times, I guess, she had. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And actually he is. He's more like old Nate, I agree. Nate accuses her of Maybe he'll being, get a haircut. <laughs> of being different, too, and saying that she had a life of her own at one time, and she ends up uh, storming out. And, and like, you know okay. what? <laughs> And she says, she says, I need my space. And you, she doesn't ever give uh, Nate space. I know. She Isn't that, that funny? Ironic. Yeah. So timing and space is essentially Brenda and Lisa. Yep. The timing and space. <laughs> and I'm amazed she actually t- storms out and trusts him with Maya when she hasn't seen Maya. No. Okay. That shocked me. No, I, I thought she grabbed the I'm kid and go for baby. a walk. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Ooh. At Margaret's, uh, Brenda chats with Billy, 
and uh, she reaches into the urn and says hi to Bernard. That's creepy. Ugh, I saw this really disgusting thing on t- TLC Strange Addictions mm-hmm. where this woman eats her husband's Ew. ashes, and oh, I didn't know what Ew. was going to happen for a second. <laughs> oh, Ew. that's gross. Uh, Margaret is upset that they have to do something with the ashes, and she seems to be overwhelmed with the <laughs> thought that Brenda and Billy um, are actually just all hers now, not not hers and Bernard's. I don't really know what to think about that. That's, I've you know I've never been in a situation like that, but yeah, I thought it was a very touching scene yeah, overall. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, yeah. Was, it was. It was. It was as if she was. Um, like I said, less egocentric and appreciating her children in a different way. Love, right, which love, is love, funny love, because love. you would think you would think that her husband died and it would be all about her. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? That yeah. she'd be overly melodramatic about it, but she wasn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it just put things in perspective. It's no longer this giant power trip of you know who's better than who. It's yep. you know this is this is life. These are children. You know, looks like I won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do I do with now? Yeah, here's my prize. They're right in front of me. <laughs> uh, I thought this was a cute story. She talks about how Brenda was always talking with ands or butts, and then Billy learned it from her. And Bernard used to say that they had the longest sentence in the history of the universe. <laughs> yeah, the no longest one, run on sentence. No one to hear it but me. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that she was says cute. no one gets to hear it but me anymore. Um. Arthur talks to cousins Carl and Cameron on tape, and he mentions that you know she, he's hanging out with a delightful woman or something like that. Ruth, and she's very attentive. Yes. Do you know yeah. what crossed my mind as he was dictating? I actually started questioning whether they're even real or if they're fantasy people that Arthur's made up in his head. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice. I think they're real. I like the oh, fact God. that he's like. You think it's so weird that he's dictating this tape to them, and all of a sudden he says at the end, he's like, you know, email would be yes. easier. Yes, that's priceless. Yeah. yeah. I can't help but see Dwight though, and every scene makes the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. His character though, that's it great. is it is almost so completely random. It, yeah. I, I, I under I I don't quite understand why they brought him in except to have a guest star to give Ruth a love interest, but uh-huh. it's hilarious yeah. nonetheless. <laughs> and the hankies. Yeah. <laughs> Rico suggests Vanessa see a doctor for her moods and she thinks that it's a natural thing since her mother died. She tries to change the subject as much as Rico uh, tries to tell her um, he's there for her. Mm. And Des, at the end of the scene, I think there's a little bit of foreshadowing when he pushes a little toy car off the table. The ambulance! Yeah. It's a little yeah. ambulance! <laughs> Do you know why? He's gonna, she's going to steal the ambulance and her no. and the kids are driving off the cliff. Do you know what yes. I was actually thinking when the ambulance careened over the side of that? I thought, oh, Lisa went off to get space on her own. Maybe she's been in a car wreck. Oh, <laughs> that would be awesome. That maybe was... she, maybe Vanessa decided to run off to the store too and they crashed into each other. Oh, oh, my God. Saints be praised. Oh. And season three I is next. I can't wait for the next episode. <laughs> wow. um, yeah. So in the last scene, Bernard shows up at Nate's house. He's all wet. Um, a reflection of rippling water is cast onto the bed where Nate sits awake and shirtless for Des. Um, he t- Which, okay, hold on. Yes, thank right you there. very much. Right there. That was not a very appealing shirtless scene. No, I'm sorry. That wasn't doing it for me at all. How about you, Des? 
I don't even really remember, and I just watched it before we started recording, so it wasn't that great, obviously. So I mean, could, it was not very good. Ugh, he looked it, kind it, of fleshy. He looked fleshy and pale and soft and icky. That's what Lisa does to him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. She needs my mom. Says I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crazy. I know. Um, why was Bernard wet? He didn't drown. Because he was washed out to sea. Mm-hmm. I think he was washed least. out in no, no, no. analogy of his cancer yeah, yeah, yeah. names it was it was a, oh okay. or maybe I it was a future maybe that's what they were doing with lost when walt appears to shannon <laughs> the six feet under started that that's At least oh my gosh you, that could explain why you. walt was because i was watching the scene and i was like this reminds me of something and i can't place it and yes. you're totally right yes. <laughs> the yeah. numbers are bad <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh he tells nate not to worry about brenda and he says she, you found your happiness she will too and nate says what if i haven't found mine and and he hasn't and he yes. knows it and bernard looks on know. sympathetically as we end the show da, 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 da. leave her nate leave i don't know her. ambulance is careening off of tables <laughs> nate recognizing where he's at this could all be a good thing <laughs> okay well uh that's it for the episode recap and we'll just take a break and we'll hear from our friends at galactic games this podcast's first season generated over 10 million downloads alone this fact is not genuine this podcast now has over 90 million friends on facebook and 120 million followers on twitter this is also fake. It is said that every second around the world, a child is born with the name Ash purely due to this podcast. This is just a bold-faced lie. Join the rest of the world for the season two premiere of the podcast sensation of all time. The Galactic Games. According to the Mayans, 2012 is humanity's last year. So enjoy it with rage and style with The Galactic Games. This may actually be true. Coming January 2012, com. And we're back, and we're here with the segment Fisher of the Week, in which, of course, we award a Fisher family member. Oh, crap. Who's our favorite? <laughs> Just forgot to do it. And I, I don't ever do it till the last minute. That's what she said. Chase. Wow. You know, I, I, I actually did do this last night. I did all my notes and my ratings and my fishers. But this is really hard, and I always want to pick David because he's my favorite character, and I, I can identify with him the most. But I just there, there wasn't enough of him for me to honestly do that. Um, Nate, I, I just wasn't doing it for me. Claire, I don't like her and Russell, so not that. So that leaves me with Ruth. Mm-hmm. And as creepy and... <laughs> psychotic as she was and gross it was still somehow hilarious so i i gotta give it the root on this one well you do know uh, you have lisa and maya at your disposal oh uh, they, they don't even have <laughs> oh, okay. maya, maya is my last resort but lisa will never get it <laughs> until she gets in a wreck with and with vanessa and we'll all give it to her for dying <laughs> yes <laughs> i want to go because i have i have thought mine through i am not picking baby baby maya this time <laughs> Uh, um, who are you picking, Moira? I am going to pick Nate. Okay. 
Um, and my reasoning is because I think he's finally recognizing what's going on in his own heart. And I, I think he's going to start moving toward where he needs to be. So that's why I'm giving it to him. <laughs> awesome. And Des, what did you come up with? <laughs> in the last um, reason. <laughs> I I think I'm gonna have to pick Nate too, because um, for the same reasons Moira did. But you know, Ruth was crazy in this episode. Claire didn't do a whole lot. David didn't do a whole lot either. So I really don't Just have many choices. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, I should totally pick David for that long ass feet. But no, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Nate because I think he's waking up and realizing that he's not happy, and I'm hoping that he will do something about it soon. Yes. Awesome. And uh, I... All right. Well, I think Nate did a great thing by going to the funeral and being there for Brenda. But again, the whole asking permission thing is kind of a turnoff. And I don't know. I think he, he was a good friend to Rico, too. But he didn't exactly succeed very well with that. Um, but yeah, uh, David, I would, I would love to give it to him just for having the longest pee ever. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not shallow like that. I wouldn't, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't want to just give it to him for pee. Um, but, uh, I might award him in a later episode and recognize the pee as my defense. Um, <laughs> but he peed really long in the last episode. Ruth, I, I don't even know what the hell is going on with her. Uh, Claire... <laughs> Uh, I just, uh, not enough, uh, yeah. And, I don't know, really defensive in the art store. It's really weird. Um, Lisa, no. And, uh, so Never. I'm going to give it to baby Maya because that poor child was carried here and there. And, he, and did we hear one peep from her? Nope. It was not a cry. She, she was an angel. She was a good girl. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, went to a funeral. She she giggled once. She, yes. Oh. She giggled once. She napped while Nate had, could have a heart-to-heart with someone that wasn't her mother. Uh, what a good <laughs> baby. Good baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. So, baby Maya's gotten two votes this season. Uh, it's shocking. She's going to win the entire season now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we have some listener eulogies actually i have one here that i like to read quickly is actually for the episode the trap mm-hmm. and it's from uh linda <gasps> linda did you make the dog poop anyway there's no apologies in here about that but she says hey you guys very entertaining viewpoints you put forth tonight I think one thing I spent quite a bit of time doing when I first saw the series was how very different the characters Rachel Griffith played as Brenda with the Sarah character she played on Brothers and Sisters. Was it hard for her to be Sarah and never swear? Hmm. Sarah rocked in her own way and was nowhere near as nuts, but she then she had two small kids at home just saying. <laughs> so I think what still surprised me the most about your podcast is that even though this is not a new series and I only found it just under a year ago and was immediately heavily addicted, I didn't call in sick to work to watch. However, <laughs> before I pulled the plug on the tube, I certainly would not have been above doing that for the series. Wow. And here you are. And you're recording today in 2012. If there was ever a convention for Six Feet Under fans, I'm going <laughs> 
Vegas has much better weather than Vermont. Hint, hint. Oh, yes. We could totally do a, a Vegas meetup. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Vegas. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. So I just, again, ordered six, season three for like the sixth time from the library. About a quarter <laughs> of the way through your podcast tonight so I can rewatch the series and follow along next week without having to think quite so hard. I was never a big watcher of The Office and didn't realize who Rain Wilson was until you made me think back and I went, oh yeah, I remember him. <laughs> so here's the hand jobs for everyone the next time we visit Sears and whatever delights Sears may bring. Your newly found fan and never a sniffer of toothbrushes, you, Linda. <laughs> From California. That is great, Linda. Thanks for listening. And write awesome. in some of your thoughts. I think that would be cool. Yes. Yeah. We'll a, non, a non-toothbrush sniffer, we trust you. <laughs> right. And we'll see you in Vegas, Linda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for uh the uh Gilardi uh conference. <laughs> funeral <laughs> conference or whatever. I don't know, Robin, a kernel of an idea is sprouting in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, be sure to include how to get Robin tickets and accommodations. <laughs> <laughs> um, Des, I, I'm going to paste this over to you in Skype. Here is um, feedback from Steph. Mm. Hey, is it in the email, the one for timing and space? Yes. Because I have the email. Oh, you have the email. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Yes. Because it's hard to read the messages on my phone and Skype. Oh, sorry about that. Um, that's okay. Okay, Steph says, Lisa is nuts. Nate needs to be with Brenda. Bravo, writers. Yeah, <laughs> Steph, remember when you used to hate Brenda? <laughs> this is so funny to watch her do a total 180, just like I think most yeah. of the fans have done, right? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. Okay, so uh, we do have one from Brad as well. We do. Do, do you want to take that? that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love the oh. title. Thank you, Brad. This is so funny. Yes. Said, the title subject line is Timing in Space and Firewalking with Robin. <laughs> <laughs> From my incredible faux pas last week. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, there was a perfect opportunity for that baby to roll right off the cliff. <gasps> yes. <laughs> it wouldn't even have to have been pushed. Just one sturdy gust of fortuitous wind. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, look at that one armor. See, noticed uh, Brad? The, the Brad noticed, Robin. Um, yeah. And Vanessa is in here, too. This episode is really full of Des's favorite things, isn't it? <laughs> and as I finish typing this sentence, Ruth starts singing favorite things. Amazing. <laughs> I'm traumatized. <laughs> is it in any way feasibly possible to assume anyone knows who Gene Triplehorn is? Yeah, thank you, Brad. I have no idea. I didn't. <laughs> for basic, basic instinct, though. <laughs> Can these people please stop having shared bathroom time? It's giving me a panic attack. <laughs> yes, we, we know how Brad feels about that. <laughs> All right. Lisa could also be pushed off a cliff to her untimely death, like the wayward stormy petrol she is. I like that. Yes. Mormos do hate email. Science fact. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brad. I love your emails. And you actually, next week will be an entire email from Brad as he'll be joining us for <gasps> Tears, Bones, and Desire. Awesome. Yeah, I forgot that. Squee. <laughs> he is so fun to listen to. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, 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 this is where we're supposed to agree. Okay, yes, totally. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so uh, the next segment is the last rites. We're 
final thoughts and ratings come into play. Um, so who went last? Uh, Des, why don't you go first this time? Are you ready for this? Um, yes, I'm ready. Are you ready for this? Don't, 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 don't. Okay, so we we lost like half the points for Vanessa oh. and her kids <laughs> and, and Rico. But we gained a bunch of points for Billy and Margaret being in it. So that helps. Um, I... Uh, I thought it was kind of a, not that, I don't know, that I didn't really like that in this episode that much. Um, the, I, I like the stuff between Brenda and Nate and I like the, the party stuff was kind of fun. Um, and Claire and Russell, I like them of course, but I really don't care about Vanessa's storyline. Um, so I don't really need to see that. And Lisa's fucking crazy, and somebody needs to hit her over the head with something really heavy. So I'm going to give it give it five out of ten. Stalker slash creeper singing dancing extravaganzas. Nice. Because because uh, Ruth's the stalker and um, Arthur's the creeper. So, yeah. <laughs> the baby smell nice though. Moira. <laughs> um, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ooh, ooh on the baby smell thing. Alrighty, I um I like this episode. I, I think we're in this funny lull where I feel like we're just leading again, leading up toward the Nate realization and the anti Lisa. So I, I I keep feeling like these are not really filler episodes exactly, but they aren't my favorite. But I mean, some of the scenes with Ruth, Ruth in the hat and behind the tree stalking just cracked me up. It just did. It's so creepy and ridiculous, but but in a way, it's kind of freakily fun. Um. And I, I uh, w- really do hope that the ambulance falling off the cliff thing means that maybe something's going to happen to Vanessa. Honest to God, she can just disappear. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? Claire? You know, the, the Claire line, storyline, it was only a little tiny bit of that. So that wasn't all that scintillating. I mean, this is, again, it was just okay. But I really enjoyed all of the gay men scenes, okay? <laughs> That's probably what made it for me. Um, and even though Keith is such a stick in the mud, I just wish he'd lighten up a little bit. Uh, if, he, if they're going to keep him around in this damn series and he's not going to dump David, then can we have a little more fun from Keith, please? Really? <laughs> that would be cool. And Seriously, he could develop a bit he more. Used to be fun. Yeah, and he's getting to be a bit two-dimensional and he's all the same note all the time and I'm getting tired of that. So, okay, so for all of those reasons, I'm only giving it be, a six. I think oh. I just want to say I think he'll be happy next week. Oh, good. Thank you, Robin. A little hope for me. All right. So overall, I'm going to give it a six out of ten mimosa-fueled gay parties. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, okay. So, Chase, uh, what's, what, this is your last chance to really get to talk about uh, Six Feet Under on this podcast and this episode. So do your best. Woo. All right. So I agree with most of the things that uh, Des said starting off. It got... Pretty much all the points for Lisa leaving and then even more points for Billy. But then the uh, Lisa coming back and Vanessa being in it minus. And, you know, I really don't care that everybody seems to hate David and Keith so much. I love them. And while Keith is a bit of stick in the mud right now, like, I, I have hope. And I, I just, they're great. So, whatever. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't hate this episode. I thought it was... Not necessarily filler. I think primarily they were just using it as plot progressive for Nate and the Lisa Brenda storyline. So that's let's really hope, all it was. Let's hope, let's hope, let's hope, let's hope. No, I know, right? Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, the gay scene was great. So I, I'm going to be a little more kind than Des, I think. And I'm going to give it seven out of ten little pooper dogs. <laughs> <laughs> little pooper dogs. 
Overdog. Why you stole my um, rating Ch- system? I was so Ch- hoping Ch- I was going to say that. Yes, ma'am. Chase, I'm going to give you back that fist bump for agreeing with me. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, this was a good episode. I, I don't think, it's not one of the, like, oh my gosh, there was that it's one of those. It's not one of those episodes where, yeah, I remember that one being a standout of season three or of the, of the series itself. But it did have some very uh, memorable, quirky scenes. Ruth uh, dancing, David peeing, uh, <laughs> Arthur vomiting into his nanky, uh, <laughs> uh, and gosh. I, you know, you get a scene with uh, Margaret, Billy, and Brenda, and you just like, man, I miss these people. I'm so glad that they're back for at least this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe we'll yeah. see more of them. Who knows? Yes, please. Um, we can only hope. So um, for for that, I'm definitely going to be giving it an 8 out of 10. Um, and Chase sort of stole mine, but mine is nervously shitting doggies. <laughs> 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 uh, if somebody stole mine, I was going to go with um, <laughs> dripping wet, hopeful future father-in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Robin, I think I can say this without being spoilery, but there one, one thing I like about this episode is there's like it, it, it's just said in passing, really. But there's a callback to the mimosa party scene later on that I just think is hilarious. And <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? No, I think you're going to have to remind me, but okay. uh, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> I'll be sure to write in for that episode. I was going to say, yes, write in for that episode so we will then be able to realize what you were alluding to. Make sure you put the episode title in the subject line, too. Yes. Yes. Um, So uh, on that note, uh, let's bury this Bernard. Uh, (laughs) Well done, Robin. Before Des gets into her spiel, I mean, really, do you visit the blog spot? Do you call us for voicemails, listeners? Do you? No guilt involved. But can you get onto iTunes and just give us a little review? Give us a little... If, if you can't take the time to type, um, you know, I like this show, um, <laughs> you can at least give us a little star rating. A star rating would, would help us raise awareness. And really, if you're going to go through all that trouble, why not just fill up all five stars? What the hell? You know? I mean, you did it for... You, you went that far. Why would you go out of your yeah. way... In fact, you know what, Chase? You could be doing that while we're talking. <gasps> you know what's really funny is I was getting ready to do it just then. <laughs> oh, no. Now you won't. Listener. Just to spit us. <laughs> <laughs> Robin. And it'd be all difficult and diva Well, I do hope that uh, people that are listening and were just thinking about putting uh, iTunes reviews on there didn't just think to themselves, well, I'm not going to do it until I get a guest spot. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it really would help it would it would raise some awareness of the show i'd like to i'd like for, i'd like for, to have a few more listeners you know we don't have to be big time but i think a lot of fans of six feet under would uh really enjoy the show if they heard about it so uh just at least leave a star rating okay does yeah. sorry mario okay. what were you say <laughs> you said no that'd be good a star rating would be lovely yeah yes um, okay, uh, you can visit us at fishercast.blogspot.com. You can leave us a voicemail at 5412 and bomb. You can visit us on Facebook, all kinds of stuff. Or you can write to us at fishercast1 at gmail.com, the way you heard these other people do, and you can leave us a voice message there if you'd rather not use the line, and actually the quality of the recording is better. Anyway, we need to do a voice message, so that would be great. <laughs> 
Uh, Chase, uh, where can we find you on the web? Uh, sadly, I mean, aside from my personal Facebook account, nowhere. I, I don't <laughs> do anything. I would not love... even a Twitter? No Twitter? No, no. I, Twitter's not for me. Hopefully one day I'll have a podcast of my own I can be involved in. But alas, for now, nothing. <laughs> you can always come back in another season and visit with us, though. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. Well, I love yeah, the fact fun. that we're constantly uh, breaking the cherries of podcasting virgins everywhere. <laughs> I've been counting. I yeah. think this is number four. Yeah. And, that, it, it, and let me tell you, it just felt so right. You don't feel taking advantage of it all? Ooh, baby, yeah. yeah. I'm so glad you guys are my first time. That's why he wants to come back we're very for more. Gentle. <laughs> very gentle. Well, uh, yeah, I got to go return some videotapes. So it's good talking to you, Chase. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm running off for coffee. Uh, so, Des, uh, where can we find you on the web? Okay. Um, you can find me on Bitch Please, which is a monthly um, uh, monthly podcast where we kind of deconstruct female stereotypes. Me and Gabby, who you've heard on FisherCast, if you've been a regular listener. Mm-hmm. And we're actually recording Monday night for our next episode. So, And are you uh, talking about promiscuity? Promiscuity we are talking about. And by the time this is released, it will be up on our uh, our website, which is, uh, oh, what is it? BePleaseCast.blogspot.com? Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, so which I think is there. awesome. Do you, will you cover uh, popping uh, podcast cherries as part of your promiscuity? <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm just I, curious. I think we're going to have to now. You may have to. I am racking up these numbers. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, well, you and me both, baby. We're doing it together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can uh, you can find Moira at Terry's party, being the absolute <laughs> worst player at leading ladies. Um, <gasps> Because she hasn't no. seen anything. I would not be the worst player. <laughs> <laughs> Keith is the worst player. <laughs> you can find her firewalking. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> with, with Robin and Brad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can also find her on the Twitter at Moira Bound with an E uh, at the end. He's waiting All for right, this to make you. usual. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was waiting for Say something. <laughs> you can find me on here and Redemption Cast, which is an angel intro cast. There is a very special episode coming up that I would encourage if you like Angel and you want to listen to a little podcast about Angel, I suggest you jump on right now because we have something very special planned. Um, did I say something Ooh, special what? was coming? Um, so, what is it? What is it? Yeah, like I just said, after being all teasing about it. Um, anyway, so I'm, I'm, you can find me at, um, on Twitter at jerk.com. Uh, jerk.com. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you just tease our, our little new podcasters, Robin, it doesn't really give them any satisfaction. Uh, I'm just saying. Hey, yeah. tell me that, tell that to my wife. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Hero. <laughs> That's it for FisherCast this week. Next week, your homework is Tears, Bones, and Desire, where uh, oh. Rico dies an excruciatingly horrible death, <laughs> or at least that's what Brad Couples will be here and hoping to chat about next week. 
Uh, I hope so, too. <laughs> as for timing and space, we therefore commit this episode to the ground. Ashes to ashes and dust to dust. dust, to dust. Bye. 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 Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, we'll call you, Chase. you. No, don't call us. <laughs> Poor Chase. Oh. <laughs> he popped his cherry. Now we're not even going to call him the next day. Oh, you're slutty. It's oh. bad. <laughs> like a dog bite.
in your pants I know so did I I guess that makes us piss pals